Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. Welcome back. It's another week. Mare Bear, how you doing? Good. Are they going to call you Mare Bear now? Yeah. How long have <laughs> I been calling you Mare Bear? Uh, five years. Five years? Wow. I don't know why, but I do. How's everything going? Good. I'm tired. Yeah, we're back to working full speed. Uh, I don't know if it's, I'm not at full speed. (laughs) I mean, last week, like three days back to back, long days. I know. And then we record after that, so. And then we have our court, we had our live stream course. Yeah. I'm not saying we're not busy, I'm just saying I'm definitely. That was a quick turn though, it was like nothing to everything. I know, it's. With no naps in between. I, no lunch breaks, no naps, I mean. It's bad news. Yeah. Bad news. I gotta give my wife a lot of credit, you know. I was like, why can't I work nine to four, all this, and then she's like, no, you're gonna work ten to three with a lunch. 10 to 4 with a lunch. Oh, 10 to 4 with a lunch. Yeah. And I'm complaining about it, right? Yeah. But the truth is, is I think she's looking out for me. It's really nice. Yeah. Especially once the gyms open back up. You'll be energized and ready for your day. Well, luckily <laughs> I have a fanny, a female nanny, who will be taking Take him me. to the gym because he doesn't use the treadmill or the bike. Or that the it, weight equipment. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can do it here. That's fine I like me. when JP said, you know, that would just be too smart to use the gym at your house. <laughs> well, I'm like saying I wish the... I don't know what it is. I, I just can't I like do it. going. I like going to the gym. I like the atmosphere. I like the I f- group of people. I can't say no to them. Yeah. No. And everybody's doing it together, so it's motivating. And there's 20 different things for me to yeah. do, so I don't get bored. Right. I think really what it is is I'm just bored. I'm so good at things, I just get bored yeah. very easily. Yeah. Whatever. That's it. Well, let's get into what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. This is really important as offices start to open back up. So we have four questions you should be asking yourself around reopening your practice. Yeah, you know, I was texting with a local dentist here in Raleigh, and um, and we were talking, and this was about a week ago, and he was all freaked out about, you know, as was I a little bit, yeah. to be honest with you. about We just didn't know what to expect. What to expect and how things were going that yeah. first week and how patients weren't responding. And, you know, we were just talking about all these things. And, I, and then I just start thinking to myself, man, these, you know, what, what can I do? What's going on? How, how do we answer this? And uh, these four questions or these four things popped into my head. So today we're going to talk about these four specific things that you can and should be doing and thinking about to help get your practice open 
faster, better, and in the way that you want. And it has nothing to do with PPE and all of that nonsense. It just doesn't. So. <laughs> so let's get started. What are we doing to let people know that we are open? Well, before that, let's do a podcast review. Okay. Yeah. Yes, let's do that. So, all right. So I have a review from one of you lovely listeners, and this was over the quarantine time. So great podcast, straightforward insight on building implant production. The testimonials do work. I got to say something. Thank you to that person. G time, excellent. G time, G <laughs> money. They think they're a DJ too. <laughs> G time, excellent. Um, I'm a little disappointed we didn't get more reviews during quarantine time. A couple, but because yeah. Because people have nothing better to do. Right. I mean, they shouldn't. So as you go back. Now so that, now that you're busier. Yeah, and you have a lunch break maybe. <laughs> a one hour lunch break during that time. Please leave us a review because... Our podcast only gets ranked higher and grows if you leave reviews for us on iTunes and Spotify and Google Podcasts. So please take an opportunity to do that. I would also like to tell you that we have a Facebook group that is called Dental Business and Clinical Excellence. And what we're doing there is it's an environment where serious people... And fun people, but not la-la people, can come and have good conversation and get great information that's practical, pointed, and relevant to your practice. Think of it like T-Bone Speaks community. And what it is, it's I'm there, some of our other people are there, uh, all of our 3D instructors are there, and we will talk about dental business and clinical excellence because you can't run a great business without being clinically excellent. You can't be clinical excellence if you're not running a good business. So it's kind of all of those things. And it's, it's, I'm trying to remove the pettiness. I'm trying to remove all the requirements. If you've got to post a picture, trying to, trying to get all of that. And I'm trying to also not make it a place where it's all la la, rah, rah, blah, blah. I want it not to be, all play. Yeah. <laughs> I want it to be realistic about yeah. everything. So that's super important. And of course, how are we doing with 3D dentists now? So we are moving to some online courses. We did some live streaming. So it's really exciting to be moving in this direction. People are liking to train from home. Yeah. And, you know, it's super important uh, to pivot your practice, to pivot. And I, I have a whole ebook about the practice pivots, you know. Um, and, and so it's important to do that. And we're doing that at 3D Dentist. We're going to be committed. We are committed and super excited to get back to having live classes. But until that, our education and our growth cannot stop. And I would argue that it's the best time to be focused on some of these things because two things happen. One, you take advantage of the slower and slow times. And two, you keep your mind off all the nonsense that's out there. So now let's go ahead and get to this week's actual content. All right. So for the four questions you should be asking yourself around reopening your practice, we'll start with what are you doing to let people know we are open? Yeah. So, you know, if everything started around how busy are we going to be, how busy are we not going to be, are patients going to come back or they're not going to come back, you know, how many team members should I have? Uh, the first thing you got to do is you got to let people, your patients, existing patients and prospective patients, but focusing on your existing patients, you got to let them know you're open. And I keep hearing over and over again 
from dentists who have stayed open, helping with emergency treatment. And by the way, some people have built a good business during this time just doing emergencies. Yeah. And um, they've had their patient, people call, patients call them and say, my dentist is, still isn't open. They don't return calls even yeah. during this time. They're closed. It's not about whether they're not open right now, because yeah. some states aren't letting them. Right. But even if you're, if like, look, I've got some conditions that may say, hey, I'm not ready to open. Right. Maybe my team members aren't ready to open. But you can answer phones. You can return but phone messages. But your business never calls. Yeah, business, your business is all yeah. about availability, right? So you got to let people know. So how? what are some ways you think, Meredith, that we can let people know that we are open. Well, I think the easiest way is to use the the base you already have. Send out a revenue well blast or yeah. an email. Smile reminder, revenue yeah. well, demand force, whatever. Obviously, we use right. revenue well in our practice. But you got to do some kind of blasts. And I would argue that you need to be a little bit more than you normally do it. Right. Not every day. Yeah. But, you know, every few days. So, like, so here's what I'm thinking in our practice. Maybe it's a blast to our patient base around who's back right now because we didn't come back all at one time we came back four or five people at first then we had two people start yesterday so last week would have been a good blast about saying hey you know we're back and who the four or five people that are back Mm -hmm. and then this week we could have done a blast about hey we've added these two people back and you know we could have some quotes from them about how they're excited to be back specifically what they do in the practice what it's going to what the patients can benefit from that so and then next week as we have another person come back and the week after that as we're finally getting to full steam you know that's four good email blasts right that with relevant information not sales information but relevant information where we're telling people hey we're back open right you know uh so those things are super important you know another thing uh that i was thinking that we should do uh, or we are doing is uh we should be doing social media posts yeah. around being back you know, things are, you know, showing people working again to kind of let your patients know that you're available, that you're doing certain dentistry, showing some of the things that you're, you know, that you, that you've done and changes you made in the office, or maybe you haven't made any changes, but whatever it is, you know, a consistent social media focus around op- reopening your practice so about what's that you're open. Maybe it's just a simple, uh, you know, like we've done these signs that said we're back. Yeah, we're like open. Yeah. You know, we're here. We're here, yeah. you know, or, 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 you know, just some stuff like that. Yeah. Right? Maybe we should get out and hold signs out on the Boomerangs. street. <laughs> just being funny, you know, pull, twirling yeah. the stuff, you know. Uh, maybe we should do some of those things. You know, just fun and engaging things. Uh, not overly complicated. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a website called Canva, C-A-N-V-A dot com. If you're not good at Photoshop or graphic skills, they have lots of pre-made templates. Yeah, you're just typing in. You just type it in, you right. know, and it's, uh, you know, I don't think any of those things should ever hold you back from, mm-hmm. uh, lack of skills should hold you back. And quite frankly, we all have teenagers or we have team members that can do some of that stuff right. for us. Uh, the other thing I think that is important uh, that we are not doing right now that I want us to do, so remind me tomorrow, is I want us to um, ask patients to leave Google reviews highlighting how they felt about coming back, about the safety, about you know the protocols. It, it's a good way to ask for it. 
mm-hmm. know, even, you know, a lot of times we're afraid to ask our same patients again, right? right? Like, oh, they've already done a Google review for us. But if I said to you, hey, Meredith, uh, we're really trying to focus on getting reopened and letting people know that it's safe to come back and that we're here. Do you mind leaving a Google review talking yeah. about that? Oh, sure. I have plenty of Gmail accounts I use. <laughs> <laughs> but even you can do multiple reviews but from you, a single yes. account, you know? Yeah. So that's one of those things. And then, of course, calling patients that were canceled. Yeah. Uh, and, and Staying to, in touch. You got to. And, and hopefully we've done that during this process right. that we called and, and personally canceled patients. Right. Uh, hopefully we tried to reschedule them, but some didn't reschedule. Uh, and so you got to let people know that you're open yeah. by just being open. Right. And I think the easiest ones are the two months that we've been closed uh, to focus on trying to make a phone call to each and every one of those patients because they were scheduled to come in and they missed their appointment. So we want to try to get them back in. Yeah, they were our main focus. Okay. Well, I think that was good for what are we doing to let people know we are open. So what are we letting, what are we doing to let these people know that we are safe? Yeah. Once and, they know that we're open. Yeah. So and I would say that that's probably one of the most important things that's keeping people from coming back. For sure. Or, or a hesitation yeah. that they may have. Although here's what I, I do want to make this comment. I have not, and again, maybe it's because I'm the last one they talk to now. I have not had any patient ask me if we're using PPE, what kind of PPE we have. I think this whole thing, not that PPE isn't important, it's important, but I think this whole thing about the craziness is all in our own minds. Right. I I really do. I believe because we're watching it and we're so in tune to it. I think people are just looking for reassurance. Yeah. You know, nobody's, no, I haven't had one person or one team, no team right. members come to me and said, I had a patient ask exactly what we're doing. You know, yeah. like step by step. They, they just want to know all, you know, I is think everything, they just say, is it safe? Or yeah. Is it okay to come in? Yeah. You know? And, and I say, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, Meredith, we're, we're always, you know, we're always, you come here because you know, we're a great place. We take care of yeah. you and we, you know, cleanliness and safety is important to us. So we, we've gone, we've gone above and beyond. And they're like, sure. okay. See yeah. Ya. You know, and I call that don't answer questions. They don't ask. Right. right? They didn't ask what kind of PPE you were yeah. wearing. Don't start don't, listening. Don't say, oh, well, we don't have to, you know, we have everything but disposable gowns and N95 masks yeah. and face shields. <laughs> yeah. You know, and all, we have all that stuff, we do. but, yeah. uh, but you know, that's there. So it's, it's uh, there. But the thing I think that you need, first and foremost, you need to be confident that you're doing everything possible. Not confident that you're keeping up with the dentist across the street from you or down Mm -hmm. the street from you, because that's their practice and their way of doing things. You need to be confident in what you are doing. I'm very confident in what we've done. Yeah, and make sure the team members come across confident. Yes, and consistent. Yes. A consistent message. And I think one of the most important things we did was we got on the whiteboard as a team. We sat down Mm -hmm. and I said, these are the four categories of where safety is. What we're doing as a practice, what we're doing individually, what we're doing for patients, and what we're doing from procedures. Yeah. You know, how are we addressing those four areas to maximize safety? Yeah. And, you know, initially I said, oh, we're not doing much different. But when you write it down, it's amazing how much it works. And nothing made me happier than when patients said, God, that's a lot. I feel we're feeling this is probably the safest place to be. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so so walking them through what you're doing as a group. Being confident that you're doing the best. Don't let all this social media nonsense 
get in the way, be confident. If you want to go above board, uh, you know, uh, so I said overboard and saran wrap your whole operatory like Dexter, the, <laughs> the, the killer. Yeah. You can do that. Uh, I'm cool with that. But be confident in what you do and be consistent in what you do and what you say. Yeah. So I think one of the main things about showing everybody how safe you are is getting it out there. You know, they're going to see when they get there that there's a sneeze guard that we're coming out to get our patients. But the whole thing that we need is we need to get the patients there. And I don't think they're willing to come until they see what we're doing. When people have seen on Facebook videos, we put out of the PPE of how clean every operatory is of the different things we're doing, like coming out to the car to get the patients that gives them the confidence that once they get to the office, they have no questions. Yeah. You know, they already know everything. You know, I I think, uh, you know how I feel about these guards. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, the coronavirus doesn't go under or to the side. No, no. And they didn't take eight hours to put up. (laughs) But, uh, and I'm glad Jesse put the little sticker on it so nobody runs into it. But I think maybe even about the sneeze guards. even making pictures, mm-hmm. you know, fun of them, like social media posts of yeah. somebody walking around the sneeze guard yeah. saying, we have it here, here, so, you know, yeah. we're here, so you can protect yourself. But I wanted to put a little circle, a hole in it, like a bank teller, Face here, with yeah. a little metal thing in there to talk through yeah. on that. Uh, but that'd be pretty good. Uh, you know, I think, I think, um, I, I think the most important thing we've done is ask patients to wait in the car mm-hmm. and go get them from there and do the questionnaire and the temperature check. Yeah there because it, i think it sets the stage right that we're obviously doing this prepared you know ready. and i think at that point it leaves it makes them at ease and i think uh, along with that is the messaging to the patients before they make the appointment so they can expect this like we're using revenue well which and i'm not trying to make this a commercial about revenue it's just what we use in the yeah. practice but they text us on a number in revenue well and it pops up on the computer saying i'm, I'm here, here. And then we text them back, say, hey, we'll be out. We've had patients say, I, it's, I'd rather hang out in yeah. my car. They're like, no, it's fine. I think we had a Google review actually left that we didn't ask. And he yeah. said, I was just having a party in my car. I think a lot of people <laughs> would li- prefer. Prefer it, right? Yeah. Because they I, can I, talk on the phone. I they can can't do that in the podcast. waiting room. I don't have headphones. I can right. listen to that stuff, you know. So all I think. I might have, we might just get, my yeah. wife may take our waiting room yeah. <laughs> and let our patients wait in the we'll car. We'll make that a, another office. Um, I think also certainly the PPE, you got to have the yeah, PPE and let them sure. know that you have the PPE, make them reassure. You know, I think, um, I, I want to make a, a comment here and I don't know if some people are doing this out of fun or if they're being serious. I think these pictures and posts about how much we're doing only hurts our profession. Mm-hmm. You know, I think these posts where people look like they're in NASA suits. Yeah. Oh, they could go off to space. That was my response yeah. to one of them. They said, what about this? It was like a whole helmet face shield thing. I'm like, are you going to space? Well, I think what it does is it sends a message to patients that that this is really bad. Yeah. Like, maybe I shouldn't come. Right. You know, I think... If, if you have to do all that. If you have to do all that, maybe I shouldn't come. Right. You know, uh, and and I think this level of one-up upsmanship... With, with with on social media like oh we're doing this, over. I think it's it's not good you yeah. know because now it's one thing when we do it in our groups that's just us but yeah. when we start pro- posting it from our practice pages I, I saw a post the other day uh, that made me a little upset and it said if you're if you're de- if you're if your dentist office doesn't look like this then maybe you should come see us oh yeah like trying to steal other people's well patients. I don't. And I didn't get it. I mean, I don't have all this shit that needs to be bagged up. Yeah. You know, we have a very clean, minimalistic 
operatory. Very. And and we don't need to back everything Nothing up. sitting out. No. no. Everything can be wiped down. Or spray. Yeah. We have the air filters. I mean, it's enough. Right. It's enough. It's 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 and you know what? Even if it isn't enough, it's enough for me. And if you don't believe it's enough, that's okay. But you don't need to go out there creating more of this fear right. that's out there. Anyway, uh, and certainly uh, you got to be cleaning, taking videos of you cleaning, uh, and then certainly videos and photos on social media about you, specifically about your new protocols. You know, I would look at it that most of us are doing at least five, six, seven things differently, and that's a video a day. Yeah, you know, and right. and put those out on your on your practice page and then boost them Mm -hmm. you know or do an ad around them whatever the current trend is but boost them so people know that you're doing these things and other people know that you're doing these things and then you know and and then i think again is as if the best way for people to know it's safe is we're biased if we're telling people it's safe but if you can ask your patients to make a post about how safe they felt or ask patients to take pictures with you and then give him permission to post that, I think that speaks significant wonders to the safety to everybody else. Yeah, so for sure. Leverage your patience. Don't, yeah. you know, it should never be you singing from the mountaintop about how great you are. It should be trying to make your patients sing from the mountaintops about how great you are. Yeah. So that's always better. Well, that sounds good. So for the third question of what you should be asking yourself around reopening your practice, what are we doing to reconnect with the two months of patients that we have rescheduled? Yeah, you know, I was, um, I'm worried about this, Mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, we're coming back and we have a full schedule on hygiene. We don't have a full schedule on my side because I wasn't booked out two months out. Right. Uh, Pretty close, but not quite two months out. Right. um, Which is a bad thing anyway. Um, So what is our plan to reconnect with those patients specifically? Uh, You know, are we saving time for them? Are we giving them priority? You know, what are we doing there? So the first thing is, is, we when we cancel everybody, we we created a COVID code, mm-hmm. you know, a fake code in the in the system, and we walk that, walk out. that out. So that way we can quickly pull up who is a COVID canceled patient on hygiene and on the doctor schedule. So that way we're running through that and mining that on a regular basis, and we're trying to you know because look at the end of the day it's going to take time for our schedule to fill back up from the existing hygiene patients. So we're trying to mine that on a daily basis because I think it's going to take a solid two to three weeks before, you know, our current, you know, hygiene patients start filling our schedule in terms of restorative work. So we got a couple of weeks to try to catch up and get people from the past and get them scheduled and give them priority because we do need to give them priority. Uh, for treatment? For treatment. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, and same for cleanings as yeah. well. We got, we got I think hygiene that. has been the issue yeah. because we do book six months out. Right. So we're usually pretty full anyways. And then we're trying to put eight weeks of patients into a schedule that's already full that we only have half hygiene running for this week. Yeah. So once that goes back up to full speed, then we're trying to reschedule eight weeks worth of double hygiene yeah. into it. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, I think it, it comes back to that messaging. Yeah. You know, let people know when you send that messaging that, listen, we apologize. No one expected this. Right. We're doing our best to figure out what our solutions yeah. are. And you then know? another thing is not everyone is ready to come back. No. Um, they want to wait until August, September. So the best thing you could do was would be go ahead and push them to that six-month mark yeah. of these eight weeks because that's what's going to be empty. 
So for the people who aren't quite ready, just act like you're not pushing them to come in any sooner. September, October are going to be empty because we didn't do any recalls in March and April and May. Yeah. Right. That's what I mean. So that's six months from when we were closed. Right. So that would be a good way to start to fill those up as well. Absolutely. You know, uh, calling and texting follow-ups. Uh, you know, we've gone, we've started doing a lot of texting with patients and I think they'd like it a a lot more. Well, you don't answer the phone if you don't know the number, right? Well, I would like to think not everybody's like me. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're more so than you think. Maybe. And then, uh, auto emails. Yeah. You know, uh, so, you know, again, with RevenueL, with all softwares like that, you can take a quick fill list from EagleSoft, Mm -hmm. run a report and just send it to those people in RevenueL. You can take that, uh, that fake COVID code that we created and put them into a separate list and Mm -hmm. send them an email, uh, consistently. Uh, so, you know, we got to reconnect with them. And the other thing that I think is important on the reconnection is I want whoever schedule they were on for that person to call them. So if they're on the hygiene schedule, I want our, I want a personal touch of their hygienist calling them. If they're on my schedule, I want Whitney to call them. If they're on Dr. Fiza's schedule, I want Whitney too to call them. Yeah. So that way, because they already know those patients, right? right? And and quite frankly, it'd be better if the doctor called, but I, I'm just, I'm not going <laughs> to Yeah, Do you remember when somebody asked if you called every new patient? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no. no, no. I can't it, even get them to call me back. What? It's, it's a good idea. I mean, it's a great yeah. idea. Right. But uh, so that personal touch in calling people back to reconnect with them uh, is super important because I don't want those patients to feel that we forgot about them or that we didn't prioritize them. And the more proactive you can be, the less we can have them getting angry. Mm-hmm. And I don't want those patients to get angry. We had one today, uh, and we'll talk about that in the next in the next segment. But, um, yeah, you got to get in touch with them. Yeah. So, so reports, quick fills, call, text, follow-up, do emails, and have a personal touch of calling these patients. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, let's get back to this week's episode. All right. So for our fourth question of things you should be asking yourself, 
around your reopening. We have, what can we do to fill any last minute cancellations with the two month backlog? Yeah. So it's super important, right? We mm-hmm. want to avoid uh, having cancellations. Yeah. And we want to have a full schedule. Right. Okay. Uh, so the first step is minimize no-shows. Yes. Okay. So what we're doing is, you know, in the past we used to send you know, the automated emails, text to people. We'd call it two days in advance to them. Mm-hmm. Now we're, not, we're, we're calling every single hygiene patient in advance and saying, do you plan to come? Yeah. Well, we did turn off our auto because we are still moving patients in right. hygiene and it sends a two week prior. And it, at one point, you know, a few weeks ago, we didn't know at what point we would be bringing on more hygienists and when things would get back to a full schedule. Right. So with so much change, we didn't want patients to get confirmations and then us call to right. change it because we thought it would suck. look bad. It looks bad, yeah. So we just turned off all auto reminders. Yeah. So that kind of put us at a point where we have to call, which I think is nice because then we can confirm yeah. people. So we're minimizing no-shows right. by, you know, proactively in advance, not the day before, right. even two days before, multiple days before. Meredith, you know, we got you scheduled. Meredith says, well, I'm not quite ready. No problem, Meredith. Let's go ahead and move you to September, October. Right. Right? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't want to wait that long. Well, then maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you'll make it next week. No, I'm just maybe kidding. Maybe you'll make it, right? But nonetheless, yeah. right? July 4th week. And then what great. that does is that cleans the spot up, right? Yeah. And then, so the other thing that we're doing is when we're not able to connect with the patient, uh, and we learned this last week, uh, maybe we should have been smarter and knew in advance, is we're, have, we, we're letting patients know that if we don't hear back from them by X date at X time, we're going to take them off the schedule. Mm-hmm. Not just like meanly. We, right. we know, hey, Meredith, if we don't hear back from you on, on Tuesday at 5 o'clock, we're going to go ahead and assume that you're not making it, and we'll open that spot up for someone else. Right. Okay, because we do have, a, you know, we do have two months worth of patients. And that way we're not reactive. And we had our first patient today who came in and said, oh, I was on schedule. But we, you know, but we had left them a voicemail and an email yeah. and a text message saying that if we don't hear back from you, we're going to have to uh, take your appointment off the schedule. And, he, and, you know, he was okay with it. His wife was not so okay with it. Yeah. But, um, but you know, at the end of the day, we, we do have to take ownership of our business. And I think it's a great opportunity to really retrain, retrain some patients, mm-hmm. you know, that, yeah. and, and I'm the worst at it. We've, we've been super, super gracious accommodating. and accommodating yes. the patients. And I, I want to be that because that's right. my personality. But at the same time, we're, we're one of three hygienists right now. Right. And we got a two month backlog. We, we literally we can't, can't, we can't, we can't have right. every missed appointment. It, it sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, it really Really, is. when we know there's other people that would have yeah, been there. Yeah, absolutely. People, you know, people are wanting to come in. They're wanting to get out of the house. They feel like it's a safe place. It's honestly, I feel safer at our office than I do at the grocery store. Dude, let me tell you. <laughs> it is way safer than Walmart, yeah. for sure. So they want to get out. A lot of them are already off work or working from home. So yeah, they're not they're more flexible. Right. So they're not having to take time off where in the past they would have to leave the office early to get an appointment. So they're wanting to come in. So I hate to see someone not show up knowing that we could have put someone else yeah. in that spot. You know, another thing that uh, we, we've implemented is um, a combination of revenue well and local med. Yeah. So what we're doing is with this short fill list and then once we clean the schedule off and we get uh, – 
we have openings. openings. We send a daily email out to patients saying, well, just the, the past, just the two-month patients. Right. Not overly past due, just the people yeah. that we've missed in two With months. that COVID code. With that COVID code. Yeah. And what we've done is we call them and say, hey, click this link. And if you want to come in, go ahead and schedule an appointment. Yeah. Just for hygiene. Right. Not for restorative work or anything like that, yeah. but just for hygiene. So that way we're giving them, without them having to call us, asking multiple questions, they can look right there and say, these are the times that are open. And so that way, when the, when the schedule's open, and then we've been able to put patients in last minute like that. Right. You know, like we may have somebody that something came up or whatever, and well, they got to cancel for two hours later. Yeah. You know, you can put that out there. They don't have anything else to do right now. <laughs> well, some right? people some people are suddenly getting called to right. work or, no, you know, different sure. things are going on at work, just like before. Yeah. Uh, and so so to me, that's that's the important part. How, how do we fill these last-minute cancellations and get these two-month people in? Number one is avoid these cancellations mm-hmm. by being firm. Right. Okay, being firm with patients and just tell patients, listen, you know, we unfortunately right now we got to be a little bit more firm about these things because we've got two months worth of patients right. that we've got to find a way to fit back into our office. It feels like the end of the year and it's not the end of the year. I know. You know, you know? So, so maybe for the first time in our lives, we'll be busy in the summertime. Yeah. You know, or maybe we won't have September or maybe it's right. going to be really September. Yeah. <laughs> you know, who knows, right? But so the four things are, what are we doing to let people know we're open? What are we doing to let people know we're safe and we're welcoming them back? What are we doing to reconnect with the two months of patients that we had to reschedule? And what are we doing to filling any, fill any last-minute cancellations and getting these two months of people back? So hopefully we kind of gave you some ideas, some things. You know, I hope not everybody's saying, oh, we're already doing that because it'll make me feel stupid. But yeah. uh, nonetheless, that, that's super important. Uh, you know, and I want to say this. Making patients feel safe enough for them to show up is ultimately what dictates whether our business is open or closed and how busy we're going to be. So be proactive. Be confident and consistent. Spend the time going over the systems. I made everybody do the thermometer. Everybody do our iPad check-in questions outside because I didn't want to take somebody to say, oh, yeah, I know how to do it, and then they bumble and fumble. Right. I want us to look very I good literally here. sat in the car and they came out and checked my temperature five times. <laughs> five times and asked the questions right. five times. Yeah. Made sure that our Wi-Fi worked in the parking right. lot. You know, it's so important because I know many of us are already open. Yeah. Maybe we're not as busy as we'd like to be. And here's what I'll say uh, on that. We, we opened last Monday. Monday and Tuesday were team members only. Wednesday, we started seeing patients. I was a little bit worried about what business was going to look like by the end of the week. But then today's, you know, today's Tuesday now, uh, a week and a half in, and hygiene's full, restorative's full. You know, granted, we're not at full, full capacity right. yet. But, but what we do have available is full. Yeah, and we're seeing the need to bring a hygienist back next week and a hygienist back the week after that. Uh, and we could bring them back earlier, I think. But some wanted to, you know, some people had to take time with getting the kids situated. Some, right. you know, all these things. So, look, we're all in this team yeah. members. You know, look at them. Yeah. We're, we're all there. Involve all your team members. You know, don't leave it up to the front to take care of everyone and get temperatures. I mean, honestly, it's it's funny to me. I saw where somebody was taking temperatures in the back on their social media. I'm like, it's too late. There. Yeah, it's too. <laughs> well, we, you know, and. and, and we had a patient today that called us and said, I read your email and said, if you have a temperature or if you're coughing, 
maybe not to come in. And she says, yeah, I'm running a little bit of a fever and I'm coughing. I said, yeah, we don't want you to come right. in. Yeah, well, we would have caught you, in, but we would have caught you in the parking lot yeah. with masks and gloves on before we took you back. Because yeah. once we bring you in the office, it's too late. It's too late, yeah. So uh, it's super awesome. And look, we've never been through this and now we can say we have. And uh, we will be prepared for if this happens again. And I hope everybody has a great week. Enjoy. Uh, hope Getting you back great, to work. I think it's going to be Memorial Day when this thing comes yeah. out, right? Yeah. So I hope you enjoy Memorial Day. Do me a favor. It's super important. I only got a few things to ask of you. Uh, first and foremost, join our Facebook group. We want to grow. We're at about 900 members now. I'd like to see us get up to 1,500 uh, by midsummer. Okay, and uh, we're, you know, we're, we're not blasting this to everybody trying to get in. I'd love our listeners to be there first. Two, leave us a review. And three, support us at 3D Dentists. We're doing some phenomenal things to help your practice grow. And uh, we'll go from there. So, Meredith, anything else from you? I don't think so. Happy Memorial Day and ha- have a great week. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family, T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, Let's get to this week's episode.